You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut to the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast, and today we have Troy Schaefer, who has founded the EMS Flight Safety Network back in 2009. Troy is the CEO of the Flight Safety Net Media and is a career emergency medical services and search and rescue worker, former military pilot, thank you very much, EMS pilot, and military medic. So Troy has coached hundreds of paramedics, nurses, and pilots to air medical jobs before uh, moving on to his training and coaching programs. So thank you so much, Troy, for being here with us. Thank you, Katie. I'm excited to, uh, to be here today. And, and thank you for the nice introduction. That was great. Great. So uh, give us some background of, uh, you know, I just gave us some highlights, but are, are you a nurse or um, how did you get in the medical field? I started as a medic in high school. I, I was one of those boys growing up who always wanted to fly. And when I, you know, when it came time to go from high school to college, I wanted to fly in the worst way. I got all the information from Embry-Riddle and all these different aeronautical places. And the reality was I, I had the grades, but I just didn't have the money. So um, at that time... I went into the National Guard to help pay for college, and I became a medic, and that's kind of where my uh, all of it started. So I started as a medic, and eventually I went to officer candidate school and college and became uh, an attack helicopter pilot in the Army initially. Eventually, I transitioned over to the Coast Guard, flew search and rescue. My last duty station was Kodiak, Alaska. And I was stationed in Kodiak at the time when uh, the TV series, The Deadliest Catch, was going on. So oh, really? just a, it was just a neat time to like fly, you know, search and rescue helicopters in the Coast Guard. It's, that's probably, there's probably no bad time to do that. It was just a very <laughs> exciting thing to do. So, so that was how it started. And then when my first son was born, uh, we transitioned out of the Coast Guard and I started flying civilian EMS and one thing led to another, but that experience is what led to EMS Flight Safety Network. So, which is, okay, so tell us about the, the Flight Safety Net. Uh, what is this? It, EMS Flight Safety Network is all the people who are involved in keeping air medical flights safe in the United States. So on, from the outside looking in, a, a lot of folks, I think, you know, they naturally think of the flight crew. So you have the pilot and the flight nurse and the flight paramedic, which is the standard flight crew in the United States. And, and they're certainly part of the EMS flight safety network team, but they're really just like the proverbial tip of the iceberg. The bigger group of people that keeps air medical safe are all the ground folks, all the EMTs, the paramedics, the dispatchers, the ER staff, the firefighters who set up the landing zones, the fire police who keep, you know, the crowd controlled when we come in and land the helicopter. And, and you know, there's, 
we pride ourselves in, in making it look easy and the air medical professionals that do it today do make it look easy, but there are a lot of things that can go wrong. And when they do go wrong, it, you know, things can go bad very quickly, both for the patients and the crews. And so, so, so the awesome part is I get to work with that team of professionals, that whole big network of folks. And that's what EMS Flight Safety Network and FlightSafetyNet.com and Flight Crew U and some of the other resources uh, my company has is about. So Great. So who comes to this flight safety, uh, flight, am I saying it right, flight night net safety um, type of company? So are you attracting all those various people to your network or who are you targeting? Well, we, we do both. It started originally just as a Facebook page and the firefighters in particular are, and the ground paramedics and EMTs over time, they, they just, the Facebook page grew and grew and grew. Now we're up, you know, 170,000 plus folks. And, and they almost like demanded stuff after a while. It's like, Hey, you will make some t-shirts and sweatshirts and, and some cool flight stuff, you know? So, so we did that and, and we still do it today. We have a shop and we, you know, we sell swag and, and different, like survival gear to flight crews and, and all the folks that I, I just talked about in the network. So, so that's one part of what we do is the e-commerce store. And then the other part is we teach doctors and nurses, paramedics and pilots, and also respiratory therapists how to transition from ground to air careers. Those five careers are the primary folks that come to my online course and they learn a step-by-step -step process on how to go from a ground to an air career. And, and so a lot of folks, you know, when I explain that, they, they right away say, hey, well, you know, but you don't teach people how to fly, like online, or how to be a nurse. And the answer is, you're right. We absolutely, you know, of course, no, we don't teach people how to fly or how to become an RN or, you know, all of those careers are technical and obviously take a lot of training and time prior to coming to, to one of our training programs. But what we do teach is a step-by-step -step process that you can follow that, I mean, there's no, there's no shortcuts, but like anything in life, if you know the, you know, the blueprint or the right way to do things, you can just save yourself some time and hassle. And, and so that's what we do for people. And I, and I, I'm sorry, I, I keep cutting you off, but I, I do want to throw in one more thing. And the truth is you could find almost, I would say probably 90% of everything that I teach. You could find it on the internet. It's out there, but the benefit to our courses is it's all in one place and it's step-by-step step and it's easy to follow. So I just like to be upfront with people about that. Right. No, that, that's, I mean, that's true for anything. You could spend hundreds of hours looking stuff up. It's the same with business. Uh, you know, there's nothing that's, you know, I teach that you couldn't find online, but it's a matter of, uh, you know, am I doing it in the right order? Am I doing it in the right way? Can I get some validation or feedback on what I'm thinking? And, you know, right. it, it's the same, I think, for anything. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm really uh, kind of curious as to what are kind of the challenges of going from land to air for, let's say, nurses or, or respiratory therapists. Like, why is it so different? Well, it, first of all, the 
the interview process is intimidating to a lot of folks, especially on the nursing side or on actually not on the medical side. Is well, for nursing, we just show up and they're like, hey, warm body, you're hired <laughs> <laughs> in some places. So some places it's very well, competitive, but <laughs> no. And you know what? That's that's a great point. And I think that's part of it. And I think that nurses have enjoyed that. I don't know if I, I mean, nurses work so hard. I don't know that I would call it a luxury. I, I would just call it a market reality. You know, I mean, there's, there's more demand right now for nurses than there are jobs. Yeah. But in air, air medical, this is like the one place where that's different. There's actually more people that want to fly than there are jobs. So that inverse relationship creates some challenges. And then you combine it with the fact that, you know, I'll just be transparent about it. the air medical companies, they're kind of snooty, you know I mean? So they, you know, they get to pick, they know there's more people that want to work for them than, uh, you know, than they have spots. So they're, I, I, I don't know, snarky. I don't no, know. That's the right a good word. position to be in. <laughs> well, right. That's exactly it. So, so the interview process is different in the sense that it's, it's a traditional interview like you would for any nurse position, but then it also includes, you know, meeting with uh, the director of the ER, the director of the communication center, maybe the aircraft maintenance supervisor, you know, all these folks. And if you're just, uh, you know, excuse the, the lingo, but if you're just quote unquote, a regular nurse, and now, you know, you got to meet with all these folks and you have to do a scenario based test and a written test, getting prepared for all that can be intimidating. And so we teach a process on how to, how to do that. And we actually start with uh, what's called a fly along day. And I want to throw that out to your listeners. If you have any interest at all in an air medical career and you know of a local air medical service, you can actually go like literally knock on their door and say, Hey, I'm an RN. Um, and I'd like to, you know, see if I'm compatible with this career. Can I schedule a fly along day and go spend, you know, your job shadow for a day and actually get to fly, which is you're kidding. They do uh, that for free. They do it for free. And like I call it, it's, it's module one in my training program. Cause, because one, it's a big win for people. It's an instant success. It's free. And what better way to find out? Like, let's not waste time. If you're not suitable, like, you know, find that out in the first 30 days, I'll give you your money back. Right. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you, know what, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, why? But of course the reality is about 95% of the folks that do that, then I got them forever, right? It's like, oh my God, I got it. You know, like, I'm so excited. This is so much fun. But, but yes, that's an opportunity for anybody who's listening. You go to your local helicopter service, explain that you are a medical professional, explain that you're, you know, just tell the truth. I'm just checking it out. It might be something I'm interested in and schedule a day to fly along. It's, it's an awesome opportunity. Is there a type of uh, of personality in particular that gravitates towards air medic service? It, well, I, yes, is the short answer. And I think it's type A is the, is the truth. Now, the challenge with that is, you know, so you jam all these type A personalities into a, you know, kind of a cramped compartment helicopter and, and you see what comes out, right? I mean, so it's, um, it's, so, I mean, so that could be part of the challenge. And, and I will say that over time, as the more seasoned medical and aviation crews I've worked with, um, it, you know, I don't know if it's age driven or not, but it seems like the more seasoned they become, 
the more they kind of chill out if that if that makes sense so but it's but yeah i would say um they're all go-getters for sure they're all education driven like in their downtime for the most part they're not you know laying on a couch watching tv they're studying for their next uh educational milestone or you know getting their next batch of ceus etc it's that type of personality what type of milestones do you have in in aeromedic well it, some of our medical folks consider air medical and i would say this is the industry perception that air medical is the top tier of emergency medical services. So when they become a flight nurse, they feel like they've achieved their ultimate goal and, and some folks stay for 20 years. There are exceptions to that in particular on the medical side though. A lot, well, I don't know if it's a lot, a certain percentage, I would say maybe 15, 10 to 15% of the nurses use it as a stepping stone because of the downtime, you know, when you're, it's kind of like working at a fire station, you're waiting for a call. So while you're waiting, you have some free time. And some of the nurses, you know, they just ramp up for their next career while they're in this one, meaning they're studying for their, you know, nurse anesthetist qualification or, or whatever it is that interests them. So, um, hmm. that. You know, so, and, and I mean, obviously that's a personal choice, but, but I have seen that happen with a fair amount of frequency. So what, a, what does that downtime look like? Is there usually a lot of time in between or it just varies so much that it's hard to say? There actually is at almost all bases in the United States, there is a lot of time in between. The average is one flight per base every 24 hours. So that's, you know, and if you're on shift, the pilots are mandated 12 hour shifts with a max of 14 hours because of FAA crew rest requirements. Some of the medical crews will actually be there for 24 hours. In fact, that's their preference because they can then work, you know, a 24 hour shift, do two or three of those and then have, you know, five or six days off. So it's a, it's a really, um, you know, it's, it, there's obviously some challenges with working for 24 hours straight, but the trade-off is significant enough that almost all med crews love it. I mean, they just, you know, because you have so much free time. And on the pilot side, uh, the benefit is, the typical schedule is we'll work seven 12-hour shifts and then have seven days off. So it's kind of, you know, I mean, it's, it's almost like a vacation every other week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, now the flip side though is, you know, seven, 12 hour shifts can become, um, you know, it's just a long time, you know, you, so it's kind of like an all or none type thing, if that makes sense. You're, you're, yeah, that can be brutal. I, I remember um, thinking the seven to seven, 12 hour shifts were, were great, except on my seven days off, I, I would get an, like another job. And then I'm, you know, it's just kind of like, well, I have all these days off and I should work some more. And, and yeah, it's just uh, never worked out for me. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm the same way. It's, it's hard to, um, it, all or none is hard, you know, because you, you, you have all that adrenaline, you get all amped up when you're on shift and then, you know, it takes two or three days to relax. And then before you know it, it, it it's just hard to get in a, a normal sink. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. So. Absolutely. So this, uh, this business that you put together, um, I, I, you monetize more than t-shirts, right? Is, is most of it courses that you sell? Is that uh, the business model or is there other aspects to it? 
there's about a 60-40 split between e-commerce and online training courses. So, and the, the primary course that we teach is what we call the, the get a flight job process. So it's, you know, it's, an, it's a step-by-step -step system for wherever you find yourself in that process, if that makes sense. And, and that can vary wildly because we have a lot of, you know, if, think if you're less experienced than probably your typical listener to, to your podcast, who's a, you know, maybe an RN or, or higher qualifications. We have a lot of EMTs, paramedics, folks that are, are working towards that level, but they're still interested in taking the flight crew you course because again it's a step-by-step -step system and it lays out everything in like kind of a neat compact order so no matter where you enter that process you can jump into our course and you know maximize your own efficiency if that makes sense so so that's one part to answer your question that's one part of the business model is is the online training and courses and then the second um, is, is the e-commerce stuff, but it's extended to, I mean, I think we have 26,000 SKU nows, meaning, oh, so, wow. so, okay. so, uh, so when I say e-commerce, <laughs> it, it kind of extends well beyond just, you know, I mean, t-shirts and hoodies are popular, but we also see, you know, we you can also get a mouse, ba mouse pad and a, and a onesie for your baby, you know, you name it kind of thing. <laughs> you <laughs> can deck that? my house out with your... <laughs> Right, right. Do you, do you want... Yeah, no, you said t-shirts and then, you know, 26,000 uh, SKUs didn't register. So, um, yeah, that's <laughs> kind of playing on the downside. Um, okay, so, wow, that's pretty impressive. So, and this all came out of a, a Facebook group. Is that something that you started? It is. I, I started the group actually when I was still flying EMS during that downtime that I talked about. You know, I mean, there, there's enough downtime that I didn't have, on the pilot side, I was pretty much maxed out in terms of my you know, where I could go with education. I had what's referred to as an airline transport pilot certificate, which is, you know, the top tier of what you can earn. So, you know, so I was looking for my next opportunity and, and that's where I ended up was with the MS Flight Safety Network. Okay. So you're, you're sitting around in your downtime and you think I'm just going to put together a Facebook page or a Facebook group and invite some of my friends onto it. Is that how it started? Yes, that is how it started. Just like-minded folks. But, um, you know, I just want to be transparent with you. I, I did at least hope for the opportunity to form a like-minded community, listen to the community, and then hopefully have the possibility of creating a business from that feedback. So, okay, so it was intentional. You had yes. the intention to start a business. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, I love that you did that first in building the community and asking them what they want because most people that, you know, what I, I try and combat in my group is I have this solution and I'm going to go sell this to people. And, you know, that's not how I I encourage business <laughs> right. at all. Well, well, and you know what? And good for your group because I can tell you from my own experience, that doesn't work. <laughs> I, I, I mean, you know, and, and obviously you're being humble and, and you already know this lesson, but it, you're, you're right on the money. You, you have to, like when I started, I had my perception of what 
the aeromedical industry needed. And of course, my product was going to give that to them. You know, here, here's what you need, so come buy it. Well, <laughs> to, to be, you know, even remotely kind to myself, that was a complete failure. I mean, that, that was, that failed so bad. It's just, you know, it, it just doesn't work that way. It, it doesn't work that way at all. You, you have to listen to what people want and then give it to them in a, in a better, faster, easier way, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I think really building that traffic first, you know, like bringing the people together, bringing the like-minded people together, knowing who you're actually attracting. And that's what's really nice about your niche is that you know exactly who it is that you want to come into that group and, you know, to listen to them and find out what they really need and for them to actually demand that you start supplying this kind of stuff is like a, a business dream come true, you know? <laughs> it, you know, it's funny because it, it, you're absolutely right. But at the time it was really stressful. I'm like, Oh my God, how I, you know, I don't know anything about it, you know, like, so, but, but it was also really exciting because it's like, wow, you know, they, they, they actually, you know, we have this opportunity. We just need, to move quickly enough and be smart enough to make it work out. And, and I'm, I'm happy to say that we were blessed enough to, to pull that off. So. Yeah, that, that's great. So I, I love that. Um, and in this, how long does your course take? What does I mean, what does that look like? It's currently eight weeks long. Uh, we might transition to, tw well, we advertise it as eight weeks and then we like to over deliver it it actually turns out to be 12 weeks when all is said and done with the bonuses that we offer. So does that make sense? Mm -hmm. um, and we, we do drip it out mean because we, it's, it's important that you do everything in the right order. And we really do talk going back to the fly along day and the job shadowing. We really do want people to give themselves a win and to participate in that initial fly along day early on. Um, because they win and we win when that happens is the reality because they, they, then they know like, Hey, this, this is definitely something I want to do for a career or that was petrifying and I want my money back. Right. And, and either way we work with those folks, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's okay. However that works out, but most of the time that solidifies things. And until that happens, we don't want folks to move on to the next module, if that makes sense. So, so we drip it out over eight weeks. And then when that's all said and done, we have uh, four bonus modules that kind of fine tune some of the things that are taught in those first eight weeks. And then for the, you know, the really, uh, and they're all overachievers, but for the super overachievers, there's a group called uh, Flight Club, which is like my personal coaching group that meets with me. And we, you know, we talk about how we'd solve the air medical world's problems if they just listened to us kind of thing. <laughs> if only. <laughs> right. Exactly. If they would just listen to us, Katie, we, you know, we wouldn't have all this stuff going on. Right. So, so it's that. Um, and of course, it's also, you know, those are the, the creme de la creme of my students. And it, a lot of times it has to do with, with their future careers. Do they want to progress into an air medical management position or are they that 10 or 15% that wants to go on and become a nurse anesthetist or, it, you know, and one of our students just got their PhD in nursing, you know, so it, it, it's just, it's a really talented, neat group, 
and the interests are varied, I guess is, is the best way to say it. But, yeah, that sounds like a, a dream come true too, where you get the, the cream of the crop that just rise and they end up in your coaching program. And then you, you teach these people that you know, are excited to learn and, and talk to you about your, the topic that you love talking about. Like, <laughs> do they pay you for that? I mean, that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The awesome part is yes, they do pay me for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and that's not the only awesome part, but yes, I, yeah. I, I, I want to be about that that's not a uh, um, and well and here and here's the reason why when I very first started and I didn't know anything I did these things called flight audits and I would just like I did it for free and I would just give people free advice because I you know like I I think that's part of how you you build a strong community but I quickly learned that when you have over a hundred thousand unique visitors to your website every month you can't do that <laughs> I mean you, you can but you, you have to put a cap on it or you, there's just one of me is really the best way to say it like I can't you know I've got a beautiful wife and three kids and a life and if I want to continue to have a life I can't do a flight audit every 20 minutes 24 7 right 365 and there was that much demand which which also proved the concept for the course but it's just um you know, now we're blessed to be in a stage where, and I want to throw this out. We have a, a completely free Facebook group called, it's called Future Flight Crew Private Group that anybody can join. All that we ask is that you have some basic level of either medical or aviation qualifications, meaning, and that can be, you know, you've taken an EMT course, or you're even a student in an EMT class, or you're working on your private pilot license, you know, just, just something to kind of show commitment to the niche. And, and then you can hop in that group and ask questions. And, and that's why I don't do flight audits anymore. You can get your yeah, that, that's great. Yeah, you definitely have to protect your time. <laughs> right. That, that's exactly it. So I, I, I'm glad you get that because I feel bad. I mean, I wish I could do that, but I, I just I, I can't do that. Anymore. Yeah, no, and I think that's what's something that, like you said, you have to do in the early stages. And we've all helped people along the way for free until we, one, found the confidence to charge for it or two, just found that system, right? So you can give out random advice, but once you kind of put that into a system so that people don't have to search the internet for all this information and try and validate whether it's good information or not, or if it's coming from a reputable, reputable source or whatever, um, you know, then you can move that into a, a course and just automate the same things that you've been saying over and over and over again. So it's, it's a good feedback for you as well. Uh, that's exactly right. In fact, it's awesome feedback for me. And the one, I guess graduated to what we call um, Sunday conversation in our Facebook group. So one day a week on Sundays, I take questions in a thread dedicated to people who want to you know want to interact with me directly but that keeps it manageable for me and I'm very upfront about the fact that you know hey leave your questions here and I will get to as many as I can and I spend um, a fair amount of time uh, on Sundays answering those questions but when I run out of time or I have a little league game or that's something else I have to go to, then, then that's it. And, and because I'm upfront about it, the group completely understands. I'll, I answer as many questions as I can. And when I'm done, I'm done. So, so that, that works uh, how long, how long did it take you guys to get up to a hundred thousand? 
Um, well, that that number is so there's over a hundred thousand unique visitors to the website, and that took a couple years because I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I mean, I, I was like, I you know, it, what what exactly is SOE? Oh wait, no, our REO. That wasn't that a like a group when a I was band. Like, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. So I mean, I had no idea. So it took a long time to get. Um, you know, to get just a process in place that gave us enough credibility for people to, you know, want to visit, I guess. So I, several years, I, I would say, um, it, you know, and then I, 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 I think I told you this when we were having our, when you were interviewing me for your podcast, I, I think I've made every mistake. So I, I mean, initially I, I wasn't on the, I was on a platform that I didn't own and then it didn't, the platform itself basically went under and then I eventually found my way to WordPress, which is what my websites are on now. And, um, it, you know, so it took a long time, I guess, to answer your question. Yeah. WordPress made me cry for years. Right? It still makes, it made me cry just a couple months ago. We were having all this, you know what I mean? I'm like, you're killing me. <laughs> but it really is a great platform to be on. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, and I, I mean, if, if you want of course, your listeners do. If you're looking for an online platform, WordPress is, is without question, uh, in my opinion, the way to go. It's, yes. it's it might not be the easiest, but it, it is. I yeah. would agree that it's the best. So, um, so how big is this company now? Uh, do you have a lot of employees, or is it still just you? Or, well, the truth is, because of automation, I can manage almost everything on my own, but I do have, I have a, a one full-time assistant, Anne, who's awesome and, you know, like keeps me on the right path and takes care of like 95% of everything for me. Um, so there's Anne and then I have five um, contracted employees that, and, and some of those, three of those, in fact, are full-time designers. So they, you know, like we're constantly coming out with a new, uh, you know, fly girl design or a new, um, you know, sugar skull or, you know, like some of the stuff, like, it's like awesome. I'm like, oh, I want to wear that. Like, like, I, and I, I, but I want to be the only one to wear it. So I want that design and then I want it off the market, right? I mean, it's we, a Tory exclusive, <laughs> like nobody else can have this one. Exactly. We, we don't actually do that, but, but some of them are that cool, right? So, and the reason I say that is because those are, and the, I mean, I just want to be transparent. We're not to a point where, you know, I have five in-house full-time designers. They're contracted per jobs, but, but, but we treat them like in-house and we're looking forward to when we can bring them in-house. They're just, we're not quite there yet. So. Yeah, no, I think that's great. And it's actually one of my biggest fears is having to manage, a, you know, a huge team. It's not something that I want. I just, you know, it, I, it's me, it's my assistant. I, there's a couple other people that I contract with. And, you know, I, I'm happy like that. That makes me happy. If I want to expand later, it will require some changes, some big changes. But, uh, you know, for now, I think that's a, it's a great model. I've, I'm the same way. And I don't, um, to be honest, I don't want to change. Like, I really like the, you know, and it sounds like one of those like cheesy internet 
like gimmicks or whatever, but I like like the laptop lifestyle and I like how that sounds. I, I just, I like the fact that, you know, next week I'm taking my family to the beach or in two weeks we're going to the beach and it's also when I'm launching flight crew you again like while I'm at the beach and you know what I can do that because of the way my business is operates so and and that's part of the appeal to me I don't have to not go or you know have to stay in Pennsylvania because um you know I'm doing this product launch I can do right. it from there so Right. Yep. I just did the same thing. Just took my son for three weeks. We were in Vietnam. So, and ran everything from there. I mean, it was great. <laughs> That's awesome. Love it. Yeah. 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 That is awesome. Now I would say, and I'm sure this is the same way with you. I mean, it's not quite like, Hey, uh, you know, the whole time in there, I got my feet up and I'm drinking pina coladas. <laughs> I mean, it's not, I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. I mean, you still have to do the work, but at least you have the flexibility to do it from where you want. And right. That's, and that's important. So. Yeah, I mean, just this podcast alone, it takes hours of work. So after I'm done with it, it it's going to take me a couple of hours to, you know, the redistribution, the repurposing, the all the, the stuff that has to go with it. And my assistant does a lot of it, but, you know, there's still a lot that I need to do with it. So, um, But listen, so tell us uh, how we can find out more about uh, flight nut safety. And if people want to get in contact with you, like how, how could they go about doing that? The easiest way is just to go to the main website, which is flightsafetynet.com. So it's all one word, flightsafetynet.com. And when you get there, I will, like, once you're on the page, I, I can't remember how we have it set up. E either a pop-up just, like, assaults you right away um, to sign up for the email list, or we're, we, like, wait until you try to, like, move your mouse off the page, and then, you know, they call that, like, an exit pop-up, and then one pops up. So, if and if you just fill in your name and email address there, then you're kind of, like, in the system. And, and what that means is then we'll put in front of you whatever makes sense for you. So if you're like some of our folks, you know, they just want the swag. They just want the next firefighter t-shirt that we release. And so they're on, and that's what we call it, you know, like the firefighter t-shirt email list. We're, we're very upfront about that. So you join that. Or if you're someone who wants to become future flight crew, you can sign up for the future flight crew list and join the Facebook group. And, you know, so, so that just like gets you in our system. And then if you're, because I know there are some overachievers out there. So, so that's the easy way, flightsafetynet.com. And then if you want more detail, you can go to the membership website, which is flightcrewu.com. And you can also check out the Facebook page, which is, um, you know, it's facebook.com forward slash flight safety net. And, you know, so any of those ways, sign up for the email list and, and those opportunities will be presented to you. And, and of course, you know, if something doesn't, if you try something and it, you know, it's like, Hey, this is not what I thought it was, then of course you can unsubscribe immediately. I mean, that's, that's part of the deal. So. Well, that's how I hope, and I hope, you know, I hope that helps some people and I get to meet uh, some new folks. How to yeah, no, I, I, I bet. Um, and I will put all those links in the show notes so everybody can find them and not mess up your name like I just did. So flight safety net. <laughs> yeah, that, no, that's all good. You know, like I didn't even, again, that goes all the way back to some of my first mistakes, right? When I 
did the website flight safe? I don't want to confuse anyone. There yeah. were better, there were better choices. I'll just say that. How's that? Right. But I wasn't smart enough to pick them. So now we got what we got. And those, and those choices are gone. Smarter people bought them. <laughs> Too funny. All right. Well, thank you so much, Troy. Th thank you, Katie. R really a pleasure to talk to you today. Th thank you for having me on.